Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As an influencer, you are so much more than somebody who's creating content and amassing a following. You are a relationship builder. That is what influence is. It is the psychological art, art, okay, of building relationships. You are building relationships with a niche community of people who see the benefits of following you and engaging with you you're building relationships with brands who want to tap into a possible community of their target audience but also somebody who can um, provide a service for them and that's you through your content creation and your platform you're building relationships with other creators so that you can meet collaborators or mentors You're building relationships with service providers so that maybe you can hire somebody on your team or uh, have them help you found a brand with you or or whatever, right? You're building a relationship with your manager who's going to be helping um, manage all of your brand deals and helping you with the back end of some of these these brand relationships that you've been building on your own. As an influencer – You are part of a relationship building industry. That's why it frustrates me that people make influencing seem so easy to know how to do. Like, oh, you can can just, you know, start posting content, like, boom, brand deals. And like, that's not really, no, okay? (laughs) Or, oh, you just need to grow a following and then boom, brand deals. And like, ooh, easy, you're on a billboard now. And it's like, that's not what it, that's not what it is, right? You have to build relationships with your audience. Like they're the ones who are going to put you on that fucking billboard or they're the ones who are going to open doors for you. I think a lot of people don't really understand that part. So I want to give you an example of something that um, kind of unfolded in, in my life that people following me were able to see in terms of how building a relationship can open so many doors for you whether that be with other people or other opportunities or whatnot, and how important building a relationship really is. Um, And that is the thing that will take you further. Unfortunately, in the influencer industry, and like many others within the marketing space and in general, really, entrepreneurship, it's really all about who you know. And it's not just knowing people that's going to open the doors. It's them being able to vouch for you, especially people who don't know you. Like that's one of the things that is so powerful. Um, We have an episode on this podcast talking about the one compliment that, you know, makes you a successful influencer. And you can listen to that. Um, But influence is an energetic art, right? It's energy. I want to inspire you by giving you an example 
of something you can do. To build a relationship with a brand very organically and to nurture that relationship on social media versus a cold pitch. There's nothing wrong with cold pitching, by the way. I don't, you know, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. Like, do your thing. I love a cold pitch. I don't think there's anything weird about it, especially if you got their contact information from a friend or like whatever. But the problem is um, that cold pitching as an influencer is a lot more difficult to do because there are so many people selling brand contact emails and there are so many influencers that are reaching out to brands very clearly for a transactional relationship that it can kind of um, make brands more hesitant to respond to a cold pitch because they don't really know what they're getting out of you. They don't really know what you want out of them. They have their guard up. And so creating a relationship on with a brand through social media typically tends to give like a bigger return um, just because it feels a little bit more organic. Now, again, not everybody has time to like do all of that. Sometimes you have to do a cold pitch. Okay. I get it. Same, same girl, same. Let me give you an example of how you can nurture a relationship with a brand from scratch on social media. So on my personal Instagram stories a while back, I noticed that a peer in the marketing industry shared marketing collateral from a brand I had never seen before. And immediately what got me, because I am in advertising, (laughs) is the marketing collateral. It was super cool, very aesthetic, very much up my alley. Didn't know what it was for. It just had a photo of two people kissing the name twice, and that was it. I'm like, don't know what it is. Looks cool, though. So I clicked on the tag, went to the brand. Unexpectedly, it's an oral care brand. They literally sell toothpaste. What? Now I'm intrigued, okay? So I started researching, going to their website, going to all their co-founders' Instagrams, like doing the little stocky stock, and Turns out the brand is co-founded by Lenny Kravitz, which is cool because I do uh, mini case studies on celebrity-founded brands on my TikTok. So I thought, oh, great, this is amazing. So now I'm like researching for my content strategy at this point. It's like trying to get as much information on this brand as possible. While I'm doing that, I realize how closely this brand and I align on our philosophies of innovation. To give you a little spiel, although there is a podcast episode coming with Twice's co-founder very soon, (laughs) Um, to give you the little rundown, Twice is an oral care company founded by, co-founded by two brothers and Lenny Kravitz, and the entire brand identity is yellow. All of their packaging, if you go to their Instagram, everything is yellow. And as you may know, nobody likes having yellow teeth. So yellow is kind of negative color in the oral care industry. But outside of that, it's a super positive color, right? Like the sun is yellow and it's bright and it's everything's positive and amazing. And like, and how come in the oral care industry, we can't take yellow and turn it into a positive color? And so this company is like reclaiming yellow when it comes to toothpaste and oral care and in our mouths, which is super interesting like they could have shitty products and still be successful because of their brand identity and to me as somebody who is a personal branding expert and 
like that's the same thing that we're doing with mob management is like we're building a world around our brand we're not just building a business we're not just building a talent agency we're building a world and welcoming people into it so it very much aligned with my philosophy and I went to Instagram to share that just organically being like I found this really cool brand here's what they do blah 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 and they're found at Target which like love Target so um I tagged the, the co-founder and the brand in the Instagram stories. And as you know, if you end up posting a lot of Instagram stories and tagging the same people, like they get bombarded. So I very quickly got a response from the co-founder, Cody, um, who is their chief brand officer, who I'm assuming is responsible for this brand identity strategy. And he was like, oh, my God, you totally get our vision. Like he sent me a voice note just expressing appreciation and um. I think it was super cool to like align with somebody who thinks the same way and like we'd love to send you some mail like let's connect and have this conversation like continue our chat etc so he gave me his email and um I reached out I sent him my mailing address I invited him to come on kindly gifted all of that was amazing he agreed um that's in the pipeline now and then as things were kind of getting like we were figuring stuff out I was posting on close friends and being like oh my god like their co-founder reached out to me and like, oh my God, now he wants to be on the podcast. Like I was sharing all of these updates very organically without realizing that essentially what people were doing watching this is they were watching an, a relationship unfold from scratch. So I really received the package from them and inside of the package was this piece of marketing collateral that I saw on JT's story a week and a half earlier. Having fallen in love with how unbranded but branded it is, it was like a piece of lifestyle art, so to say. I framed it. And so now I'm looking at it. <laughs> it's in my house. Um, and I shared that organically and I shared their package organically, not for anything. I didn't get paid out of doing any of this. I genuinely just love this brand and what they're doing and um, thought it was so cool how like I opened the box and like everything is yellow like this bright highlighter yellow staring at me so behind the scenes like I said Cody and I were talking over email about him being on the podcast he connected me with his PR agency with whom I'm very familiar I've been wanting to get in touch with them for several weeks now now I have a contact there this uh account manager from the PR company reached out to me in a separate thread about a different opportunity um, that they have in the pipeline. I also told her that like, we're a talent agency. Do you guys work with influencers? How do you do that? How do you measure the success of that, etc. So then we started having that conversation. And as I'm sharing all this on close friends, most of my friends are also entrepreneurs or small business owners or, you know, some sort of marketing professional. And I was independently receiving opportunities from them to either consult them on personal branding strategy, to help build relationships for them, to, you know, all these things. And so it was just a very interesting experience how just showing people how a relationship can unfold in real time while you're, you know, and I wasn't necessarily doing it for that. I was just doing it because I was like, I'm super excited that this brand is interested in partnering up together and working together on something. And um, it ended up bringing so many more additional paid opportunities from other people. And I'm assuming, you know, at this time, that's unclear, but I'm assuming that we've between mob management and twice, we're probably also going to have a relationship as they continue their influencer activations. And all of this happens very organically. I was not paid to 
to post a single thing. I just expressed my love for a, you know, a brand that I see making waves in a space that is pretty fucking boring. Like toothpaste is boring, man. <laughs> so I hope that you use this as inspiration to find brands that you love and just to organically share them or, you know, find something in them that if they solved a problem for you or you found their brand identity to be really cool or they launched a product that you thought was really awesome, like share that to your social media, tag them and see what happens. Like they're going to respond. You know, everybody likes to feel validated and understood and feel like they have fans of their business and their products and that is something that helps build a really good relationship organically, you know, because you're not necessarily expecting something out of it. With a cold pitch, like there is kind of an art and a science to a successful cold pitch and that takes practice. So like, I don't want you to feel like, oh my God, I can't cold pitch. Like, no, do it. The, the more practice you get, the better you get at it. But I can definitely say, you know, having spoken with other influencers too, is that as an influencer, it's a lot more difficult to get a response from a cold pitch because people, you know, want, think that you want something from them off the bat immediately. Um, and as a talent manager, that can be the same too, especially if somebody that I'm contacting unknowingly had not great experiences with somebody else's manager or somebody else's agent or whatever. And so they've kind of like sworn off communicating with talent managers. Like I don't know that information when I'm reaching out to them, right? I only essentially find out if they tell me. And so email sometimes can feel a little, a little transactional and like, oh my God, you're sliding into my personal space to like ask for an opportunity. Whereas on social media, we're really just there to like discover each other and like fangirl over each other organically. So I don't think people have that same impression of like, oh, you just want to work with me or you just want to get paid to do something together. So if you find a brand that you really love, there is no shame in just reaching out to them on social media and then figuring out a way where you guys can continue the conversation uh, via email. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.